the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. This is where we live our lives like it matters. And if we're going to do that, we need to slow this puppy down, right? I and mean, things happen so fast. We have like so many exabytes. There's actually a word. Look it up. Exabytes of information going through our head uh, that we can't process at all. I mean, think about this. We have thirty to 60,000 thoughts per day. The visual, kinesthetic, auditory stimulation of going outside of all the noise, all the clutter, all the distractions. You know, the prince of the power of the air, the prince of this world, his name, if you go back to the original Hebrew, is the shiny one. The shiny one. You know, women's best friend is a diamond, a shiny one. Isn't that amazing? Dog, a man's best friend's a dog. <laughs> oh boy, it's amazing. Any two uh, men and women can spend an eternity together, right? Right? Woman's best friend is a diamond, and man's best friend is a dog. And you know what dogs do to diamonds? Or how about this? How about let me, uh, let me bring Jesus into it? Do not cast your pearls among the swine. How about that one? <laughs> Sending something of great value and putting it to people or things that bring it no value, that disvalue it, uh, is silly. It's a waste. And that's why my trading at likeitmatters.net, people don't know this, is not open to the public. It's by 100% referral only. Someone must respect you. Someone must care about you. Someone must think that you want more out of life. And here's the problem. Some people don't. Some people don't. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, I want to continue the conversation that's on the table. You know, little Robert's Rules of Order. You know, my good friend, uh, uh, Mr. Dave. Right, he's studying Robert's Rules of Order. He's a uh, was the president of his homeowners association, and he wanted to make sure his meetings were ran more effectively, so people could be heard, so people could communicate, so those meetings could be productive. And so we have something called Robert's Rules of Order. And when there's something on the table, nothing else is discussed, as long as that's on the table. If you want to discuss something else, then you table it. But well, as long as there's something on the table. That's what you focus on. And so today I want to focus on what we started talking about yesterday, getting along in today's divisive, uh, resentful, 
polyamorously offensive. Isn't that great? We love to find all kinds of reasons to be offended. That's what that means. Polyamorously offensive. I thought that was a great phrase. Culture. It's hard. Being equipped for this new environment will go a long way to making the most of every opportunity to impact others in a positive way. However, preparation is of the highest importance if we are to become the best version of ourselves. We should always be prepared. But the great question is, black, prepared for what? You see, leaders are fluid. Leaders can pivot. Leaders flow. Uh, Russian physicist uh, Mikhail, uh, Mikhail Csikszentmihalyi, I can't spell his name, but I can say it, Mikhail Csikszentmihalyi, and if you saw the spelling of his last name, you would not say Csikszentmihalyi, you would say, what does that mean? <laughs> and so he talks about flow. When you know who you are, when you know why you're here, we you know who you are, when you are prepared, when your toolbox is readily available and familiar with you, you can get into a state called flow. And Randy Stockland, co-founder of CEO, uh, CEO of uh, what I think it's readers.com, he said leadership is the ability to help people achieve things they don't think are possible. I'll say that again. Leadership is the ability to help people achieve things they don't think are possible. Side note, parenthetical, that's what motivation is. Leaders are motivators. In other words, they move people. That's what the, the base word moat means, to move. Automatron. You know what the word means? It means self-moving. It can move on its own. That's why I call a robot an automatron. Even though they're programmed, even though they're only doing what they've been programmed to do, they can move on their own. And so leadership is the ability to help people achieve things they don't think are possible. Leaders are coaches with a passion for developing people, not players. Did you get that? Leaders are coaches with a passion for developing people people, not players. They get satisfaction from achieving objectives through others. Leaders inspire people through a shared vision and create an environment where people feel valued and fulfilled. And that's really what we're going to get in today. Because the two nagging words, you know, yesterday we talked about cooperation and collaboration. Didn't go into great detail, but enough detail. Uh, And I kind of touched on the words, um, tolerate, and accept. And the problem is, we're all using the same, or I should say, we're all speaking the same language, but we're all using different dictionaries. But I do want to tell you that I think one of the biggest problems in our country today is what we've forgotten, what we've left behind. You know, one of the big traditions in America for decades, or centuries probably, uh, has been scouting. Whether you're talking about the Boy Scouts or the Girl Scouts, again, we've got to go destroy that with all this woke crap, right? Because girls got to be able to do everything boys can do, and boys got to do everything that girls can do. That is the stupidest crap, and I was around when they started this stuff. Boys and girls are different. We should celebrate those differences. Those differences are beautiful. They are godly. They are perfect. We don't, we don't confuse and conflate the differences. And see, that's why I think one of the great things was our Boy Scouts and our Girl Scouts. And see, here again, something that God had for good that we got to screw up. Because now when you think of Boy Scouts, you know what you think of? You think of boy men molesting boys. Isn't that sad? That's what I think of when I think of the Catholic Church. Men molesting boys. It's not pedophilia. It's homosexuality. But we can't talk about that because that's the most protected group in America right now. So I was too poor to be a Boy Scout. 
But a good friend of mine, Dave, a guy I get to coach, he's been on the radio. He's a listener there in Minneapolis who's went through our training. He was always talks about the Boy Scout. And so I started looking at the Boy Scouts. Here's the Boy Scout oath or promise. On my honor. Boy, that's not something we say today, huh? On my honor, I will do my best to my duty to God and my country and to obey the Scout law. To help other people at all times. To keep myself physically strong, mentally awake, and morally straight. See, this is what a majority of young boys grew up thing. Note. The Boy Scout Oath has traditionally been considered to have three promises. Those three promises are delineated by the semicolons in the oath, which divide it into three clauses. The three promises of the Scout Oath are therefore duty to God, duty to country. That's the first one, duty to God and country. Duty to other people. And lastly, this is where we got it bass backwards. And lastly, duty to self. See, duty to God and country, we don't have, there is no God. The God is government now. The government uh, is the God to a majority of people in this country. That's the Democratic Party. They kicked Jehovah, they kicked Yahweh out of their platform a couple decades ago. Their government and their God are the same thing now. So duty to God and country used to mean your family and religious leaders teach you to know and serve God. By following these teachings, you do your duty to God. Men and women of the past worked to make America great, and many gave their lives for their country. By being a good family member and a good citizen, by working for your country's good and obeying its laws, you do your duty to your country. Obeying the Scout Law means living by its 12 points. And see, this is what's lacking. This is a mantra. This is an oath. This is a promise. Who are you? Why are you here? What's your purpose? If today was your last day on this planet, did it matter one bit that you were given the gift of life? Who are you? And when you know who you are, then what to do is much simpler. And so today, that's what we're going to talk about. Today, we're going to talk about a good warrior is always prepared. I'm Black, and we'll be right back. Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, June 30th through July 2nd. That's likeitmatters.net. Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. 
Spring means new beginnings and growth. So let's get your business's seeds planted with Salem Surround. Let us help your website bring you the leads your business needs to thrive. Let's make sure people find you faster and easier on the web. Our amazing team of media strategists are here to serve you with boots on the ground and real-world expertise. We live right here and know the communities you're trying to reach. We're media strategists, and we're very, very good at what we do. So let's grow together. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Hi, I'm Anthony Commerce with Commerce Water. A year ago, we introduced wet technology into our softeners. It's exclusive to Commerce. Since then, customers have saved an average of 700 gallons of water and over 300 pounds of salt each year. And you can too. Go to Commerce.com. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application in Minneapolis, St. Paul. I'm coming for you, man. I'm coming. The black man is coming to the Twin Cities. And those of you in that class will never be the same. You'll be better. You'll be better than that. You'll be better than the old version of yourself. You'll be on fire. You'll learn more about yourself in 48 hours than you will learn about yourself in years outside this training. You will learn that between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power and your freedom. You will take back the power and freedom of your choices, of your life, of your attitude, of your, I don't know how to say it, life. I don't care how good your life is, it can be better. See, we all fall short of the glory of God. The problem with what's going on in the world is man. See, some of you want to blame guns. You want to blame Trump. Uh, You want to blame gas prices. The problem is man. The human heart is wicked beyond repair. We want what we want. We are selfish creatures. We make the entire world all about us. My needs, my wants, my this, my that, my feelings. My feelings are hurt. That person has more stuff than I do. Their wife is prettier. Their husband's better looking. They have uh, physical relations more often. They live in a bigger house. You know what? It's the 10th commandment, people. Look it up. Thou shalt not covet. And you know why? The 10 commandments are read like this. If you want to live a good life, don't have any other gods before the true God. If you want to live a good life, don't use God's name in vain. If you want to live a good life, don't steal from your neighbor. If you want to live a good life, don't commit adultery with your neighbor's wife. And the last of those Ten Commandments, by the way, and the only one with a blessing tied to it is, if you want to live a good life, 
honor your mother and father because your days will be lengthened and you will be blessed, the Bible says. It's the only one with a blessing tied to it. But the Tenth Commandment, as a speaker, I want you to know, the first things I say are, are the most important and the last thing I say is the most important because I want to leave you with a thought that alters, that rocks your world. And God left us with a thought, the Tenth Commandment, which really is all the other nine wrapped up in the one. Thou shalt not covet. Thou shalt not covet your neighbor's wife, your neighbor's life, your neighbor's business, your neighbor's home, your neighbor's fame, your neighbor's kids. Anybody get it yet? It's a human issue. We're flawed. And so quit looking for the solution out there to ban guns or ban knives or ban this or ban that. Hurting people hurt people. Hurting people hurt people. I mean, you got to be a lot smarter than John Kerry. John Kerry is telling everybody right now that we don't need to drill for oil. It doesn't matter how high gas prices are. High gas prices are good. That means you'll go out and buy an $80,000 electric car. And right now we're having rolling blackouts in Texas because we're at the beginning of summer and our grid can't handle it. So, yeah, let's put plug in 20 million electric cars. That will have absolutely no bearing at all. It's not like we're running the air conditioner, right? Do you see how crazy all this is? And yet people aren't thinking for themselves. That's why I do this radio show. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, you wonder how, how come we can't even get along? We hate each other. Uh, I mean, it's brutal. Man brutally punches, stomps on woman 25 times in evil, unprovoked attack. Guy walks into a store, a phone store. Never been in there. Doesn't know the woman behind the counter. Now, of course, it doesn't matter that the man is black and the woman's white because it doesn't matter when black people hurt white people. The only thing that matters is when a black person gets hurt by a non-black person or a non-cop or a cop. If he's a cop and black, he's still blamed. But otherwise, the victim, no matter what happens in any situation, is always the black person. We know that because the Democratic Party wants you to believe that black people are a separate group of people. That they're different than all other human beings can take care of themselves, but black people can't. They have to have the white man to protect them and to give them stuff. That is, if that's not the most racist thing I've ever heard, and yet some of you buy into that lie. The evil. We're pr- promoting hate. Phoenix Uber driver, did you see this? Phoenix Uber driver attacked, caught on dash cam. You know why? Two o'clock in the morning, the guy who he picked up didn't like where he picked him up at. And so he started calling him names, swearing him. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. And the guy says, well, you're going to talk to me that way. Then get out of my car. I'm not going to take you. And the guy starts just pummeling him from the back seat, punching him. You can see it's on video camera. Stranger. It, 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 it's just terrible. And we're seeing it all the time. You know, a, a little white guy, 17-year-old kid, honor student, star athlete. Drive around with some friends, shooting people with a water gun. Okay, and should he have been doing that? No, absolutely not. Not at all. So this gentleman, his last name's Liming, 17-year-old kid with everything in front of him, suffered blunt tra- uh, force trauma to the head on the night of June 2nd. He was beaten to death by three black gentlemen who were out playing basketball. And they, they weren't doing anything. They were playing basketball. Supposedly good kids. 
But these good kids, because they were squirted with a water gun, uh, basically stopped everything they were doing, hunted down these other white kids who had shot them with water guns, and pummeled them all. Three of them got away, and the other one they beat to death. And after they beat him to death, they had fun kicking him in the head, kicked him in the stomach. He's already dying on the ground, unconscious. And they continue to beat him and pummel him. See, these kids had no uh, criminal history, and they're supposedly good kids. This is what is all the programming, all the hatred, all this bitterness. Now, you'll never hear, man, if that was three white kids who killed a black kid and stomped him to death, you know what you'd be hearing right now? Hate crime. We need to have federal crimes and hate crime. Why did those white kids beat up that black person? It had to be because they were black. So why did those black people beat up that white kid? Could it have been because they were white? See, this is what you, some of you are scared I'm even talking about this. This is what we've lived in. How about this? Left's political violence tied to dangerous Democratic rhetoric. Top Democrats with Biden, Schumer, Pelosi have all encouraged violent leftists to attack Supreme Court justices. And we had a Supreme Court justice that was someone showed up at his house from California, all the way across country, zip ties, knives to torture and kill this man outside of his house. And the Democrats don't even, there's laws that say you can't protest outside of a federal judge's place. But yet our attorney general won't abide by the laws, just like our southern border has no laws. But yet we're having a January 6th committee that we want to destroy Donald Trump and the Republican Party. Uh, because somehow they, they violated a law. A couple of people got carried away. I mean, just like the Black Lives Matter people, Antifa, killing cops, burning down buildings, burning down federal buildings, maiming people, shutting down bil- businesses, costing billions of dollars in stuff. Do you see what? We're just feeding hate. We're all feeding hate. This is why you got to be prepared. If you go out in that world and you are not prepared, warrior, you're going to be eaten alive. In the military, I learned the six P's of preparation. Proper preparation prevents piss-poor performance. I know it's not that pretty, but it's, I never forgot it. I'm 17 years old in the Army. I'm 56 years old. 40 years ago, I was in on duty for almost two years. Proper preparation prevents piss-poor performance. And see, this is why I go back to the Boy Scouts. The Boy Scouts and the Girl Scouts, most, I mean, most young people grew up with this, around this. And my kids grew up in a Christian environment, so they had the explorers. You know, my kids went to a seven-day Adventist uh, school. We're not seven-day Adventist. We're non-denominational, but they go to a school, great school, uh, Burton uh, Adventist Academy in Arlington, Texas. Uh, And uh, Arlington uh, Seven-day Adventist Church is where we go. And so they had explorers. And so one thing I love about all these things is they create a moral code, you know, with the, uh, the Boy Scouts. You know, duty to God and country was the first and foremost. They believe that your family, religious leaders, they, they taught us to, to, to serve God. Men and women in the past worked to make America great, and many gave their lives for their country. By being a good family member, a good citizen, by working for our country's good, obeying its laws, you do duty to your country. This is what children have been taught for a century. Obeying the scout law means living by its 10, 12 points, duty to other people. I have a saying, you see a need, you meet a need. That's what this talk about, duty to other people. Many people need help. 
cheery smile, a helping hand makes life easier. By doing good turn daily and helping when you're needed, you prove yourself a scout. You do your part to make this world better. Duty to self. Keeping yourself physically strong means taking care of your body. Eat the right foods. Build your strength. Staying mentally awake means learn all you can. Be curious. Ask questions. Being morally straight means to live your life with honesty, to be clean in your speech and actions, and to be a person of strong character. What a terrible thing to teach our boys, right? Boy Scout laws. The scout is trustworthy, loyal, helpful, friendly, courteous, kind, obedient, cheerful, thrifty, brave, clean, reverent. Boy Scout motto, be prepared. Boy Scout slogan, do a good turn daily. The outdoor code, as an American, I will do my best to be clean in my outdoor manners. Be careful with fire. Be considerate in the outdoors and be conservation-minded. That is what our kids were taught, and Girl Scouts as well. And then perversion, homosexuality had to destroy that. Pedophilia had to destroy that and destroy a great organization. But that's who we are. By the time a child is five years old, a majority of their map of reality is in place. And so what we used to teach our kids is honor, duty, thriftiness, service. And now what we teach them is if you're black, you're a victim. And if you're white, you're evil. And you wonder why our kids at five years old are getting sex change operations. At seven years old are cross-dressing. And they're being encouraged by school districts and by this world. Warriors, you must be prepared. After the break, I'm going to cover prepared for what? I'm black, and we'll be right back. Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive professional communication training to to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before and it's there's nothing like it there's 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 no way to explain it with words you have to experience it leadership awakening change your heart change your mind change your life go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next leadership awakening it's not only changing lives it's saving lives that's likeitmatters.net slash schedule Are you a real estate investor looking to refinance one or more of your properties? Most lenders only work with cookie-cutter W-2 borrowers. At Cash Call Mortgage, we have loans designed specifically for investment properties. We qualify customers based on the cash flow from the investment property. Borrowers can get up to $2.5 million. That's right, $2.5 million. No tax returns or employment verification needed for our investment property loans. And absolutely no lender or broker fees. If you're a real estate investor looking to refinance a mortgage on one or more of your investment properties, Give Cash Call Mortgage a try. To see if you qualify, visit CashCallMortgage.com or call now, 800-940-7998. That's 800-940-7998. 800-940-7998. Cash Call Mortgage is a DBA of Impact Mortgage Corp. NMLS ID 128231. Not all applicants will qualify. Equal housing lender. Licensed by California Department of Financial Protection and Innovation. Residential Mortgage Lending Act License Number 4131083. Not licensed in all states including New York. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions or visit CashCallMortgage.com. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? 
at Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black. You know, I was watching the news feed uh, on the break. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but here in Texas, um, we just elected the first Mexican-born representative in the history of the United States. Uh, And I know this isn't going to surprise most of my listeners, but it's a Republican. The first 23 black elected, you know, congressmen, House of Representative Senators were black. I mean, it was, it was the Republican Party uh, that signed the Emancipation Proclamation. It was the Republican Party that, uh, that uh, Abraham Lincoln was the first nominee and the first president of the new form Republican Party. It is the Republican Party that gave women the right to vote, the Civil Rights Act. Those are all re- – this is the big lie. And this is what happens where, you know, we're all speaking the same language. Uh, but we're using different dictionaries and the lie. And you hear it all the time that media is that Republicans are evil, that Republicans are a joke. See, it's all programming. It's a narrative. And if you're a Christian and if you believe in the word of God, then it tells you that if you're a child of God, the world's going to hate you. It tells you that there's a system out there that's doing everything that it can destroy anything or anybody godly. And so you got to realize the Bible's clear on this, that the world is increasing in chaos. And that the one that's in charge because of Genesis 3 is not Yehovah, it's not Yahweh. It's not Adonai, it's not El Shaddai. It's the prince of the power of the air. It's the god of this world. It's the prince of this, uh, this nation. Uh, it's Lucifer. It's pretty clear. I mean, look, even in the, uh, the, the supposed shot, it's not a vaccine, it's a lie, it's a shot. There's something in there called Lucifer race. Look it up. Yeah, it's what makes things glow. And so you have a bar scanner in you, so you're nothing more than an object. Now, you can be scanned. Well, those of you that got the shot, I never got the shot, never got a booster. Matter of fact, I can honestly tell in three years, I've never been tested for COVID. I'm around hundreds of thousand people. I go to Sturgis every year for the uh, freebikewash.com. And donate my time. Don't have a tattoo. Never ridden a bike. And yet I go because those are people I normally want to hang out with. Not because they're black. Because they don't have anything in common with me. They have tattoos all over the body. They rode motorcycles. A lot of them did some bad things. Uh, not all of them. But some of them. Just like all of us. And so there's a people. If I saw a group of bikers. Skin color would have nothing to do with it. Tattoos everywhere. Uh, do-rags on, glasses, looking all straight-faced. I don't care what their skin color. I'm crossing the lane. I'm crossing the road. I'm not going to cross those people. I'm not going to make eye contact. Why do you think I go for the last seven years to Sturgis? Because those are people I'd normally avoid because we have nothing in common. 
because we have two different mindsets. And so I force myself to go and donate my time. We wash, I shine their boots. I wash their bikes. We provide food for them. We do their leather. We do all that. And they don't give us a penny. They can't tip us. And each stop, we talk about God. And each stop, we pray over them. And each stop, many of them just want to get out of there. But they're getting taken care of. They're getting loved on. And so they stay. And in the process, they also hear the word of God. See, we all are prejudice. We have pre-decisions. They're called presuppositions. Every single human being's prejudice. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm realizing it today. Uh, some of the most racist people in the world are black people. I mean, they always talk about their people. Well, who are my people? Just because you're white, you're not my people. I've never felt collectively connected to someone because they're white. I don't get that. I don't know why. I just don't get it. I could care less who my great-grandfather was. I could care less where my family came from. I could care less what genetic code is going on in my DNA. I'm not determined by any of that. I'm determined by my choices, by my life. I'm determined by my attitude. I'm determined by my God. For my God causes all things to work for the good, for those who love him are called according to his purpose. For my God tells me, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans for hope in the future. For my God calls me his masterpiece. And he tells me that he has prepared for me in advance good works that I would walk through. My God tells me he will never leave me. He will never forsake me. My God gives me examples of people that the world thought was dung, just like the world thinks I'm dung, who God used for great things to save people, to save nations, to to change eternities. So you got to be prepared. But the question is, as a good Good leaders prepared for what, black? And see, that's what we don't know. See, we can know a lot of things. That's why I do my training the way I do. It's called situational leadership. You don't get a manual for everything. And there are books out there on how to raise kids, what to expect when you're expecting. Remember Dr. Spock for 20 years, 30 years, my parents, people in my parents' age, they treated him like a guru, like a god. Until they found out he was a nut job. See, a lot of times the world, the government, has told you things are good, but they're really bad. Like I grew up in Nevada, Las Vegas. We used to do above-ground nuclear sightseeing, right? They'd do above-ground nuclear tests and invite people to come out and watch them. Now we think I was stupid. They used to encourage pregnant women to smoke cocaine used to be part of Coca-Cola, and people drink it to get a little pepper in the thing. So, I mean, there's always been things that we thought one thing. Remember the Dred Scott ruling? We thought that black people were less than fully 100% human. And so the Supreme Court passed a law that was the law of the land. It was settled law, right, Sotomayor? Wouldn't you call that settled law? You got to be prepared. You got to have your mind right. You got to have a mission and a vision. You got to know who you are and why you're here and whose you are. But I remember I was reading about the Boy Scouts, uh, and I was in an older website. I don't know how I found it. I stumbled onto it. It says, be prepared. That's the motto of the Boy Scouts. Be prepared for what? Someone once asked Baden-Powell, the founder of scouting. Why? For any old thing, said Baden-Powell. The training you receive in your troop will help you live up to the scout motto. 
when someone has an accident, you are prepared because of your first aid instruction. Because of life-saving practice, you might be able to save a non-swimmer who has fallen into deep water. But Baden Powell wasn't thinking of just being ready for emergencies. His idea was that all scouts should be prepared them, themselves, should prepare themselves to become productive citizens and to give happiness to other people. Well, that's not a sentence to do at all. Scouts should prepare themselves to become productive citizens and to give happiness to other people. Boy, if we could just be like a scout today, huh? He wanted each scout to be ready in mind and body. For what? Be ready for what? Be prepared for what, you might ask? Well, I'm going to tell you. He wanted each scout to be ready in mind and body for any struggles and to meet with a strong heart whatever challenges might lie ahead. Man. Scouts should prepare themselves to become productive citizens and to give happiness to other people. He wanted each scout to be ready in mind and body for any struggles and to meet with a strong heart whatever challenges might lie ahead. Man. That's what we're both supposed to be prepared for. Be prepared for life. To live happily, without regret, knowing that you've done your best. That's the scout motto. What's your motto? What are your belief systems? And where are those belief systems? You know, we talk about the logical levels. And there are six levels. And what you got to realize is those are six levels of belief systems. you got the basic levels of your environment, your external constraints. But you operate on that environment through your behavior. And your behavior is guided by your mental maps and your strategies, which define your capabilities. These capabilities are organized by belief systems and values. Your beliefs are organized by your identity. And your identity derives its meaning, essentially, from spirit. Why are you here? And by the way, when I was looking up the Boy Scouts, I came across this cool thing. It was St. Luke Girl Scouts. And uh, this is a website, uh, is your badge guide, and also a helpful way to join St. Luke Girl Scouts in Dallas, Texas. So I found this website for the Girl Scouts, Girl Scout Promise. On my honor. Now, it's funny because it says, I will try. And those of you graduates out there, give them a break. They don't know. Try is a powerless word. There's no commitment in try, but it's a good intent. On my honor, I will try. And then there's a semicolon. To serve God and my country. To help people at all times. And to live by the Girl Scout law. While saying this, hold up three middle fingers on your left hand. The Girl Scout law. Ready? Repeat after me, gentlemen. I will do my best to be honest and fair. Friendly and helpful, considerate and caring, courageous and strong, and responsible for what I say and do, and to respect myself and others. Ready for this? All you Black Lives Matter people, respect authority. Use resources wisely. Make the world a better place and be a sister to every Girl Scout. To be prepared. To do a good turn daily. See, that's what a mission statement is. See, before I open my door in my intensive training that you can read about likeitmatters.net, I say my little motto, my little slogan. And my slogan is this, greater is he who is in me 
than he who is in the world. In my weakness, God's strength is perfected. I must decrease so that Jehovah can increase. Let him in. See, I have to remind myself who I am. I have to remind myself whose I am. I have to remind myself what I'm doing and what I'm not doing. God says, who is Paul? Who is Apollos? Some water, some prune, some plant, but only God does the increase. But God does a lot more increase with those who are prepared to live their life like it matters. After the break, we're going to go spend some time building rapport and how to connect with people. I'm Black, and we'll be right back. Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, June 30th through July 2nd. That's likeitmatters.net. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Get that. Rack Shack Attack, Rack Shack Barbecue. Pick it up or take it out, or com. It's so easy. Hey, you've been working hard. Half the staff is gone, and your crew needs a lift. Go to RackShackToGo.com for pickup or RackShackDelivery.com, and we'll bring it out to you. It's America's food and the right thing to do. Get that Rack Shack Attack, Rack Shack Barbecue. Need new windows but don't want to sit through long, high-pressure sales calls? I get it. What if I told you you could get competitive quotes from three contractors after one short meeting with me on any window brand? And it's all free. Visit My 3 Quotes online. That's My 3 Quotes. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career. I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. 
Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters. Inspiration, education, and application. And today, uh, we're talking about a good warrior is always prepared. And the question has to be prepared for what? And then the answer has to be whatever comes in your path. I have a belief that you see a need, you meet a need. God says, how can you see a brother in need? And you have the means to help that person. And you don't. He says, how can you say the love of God is in you? It's not. And so we, we're, we're, we, we help people all over the world. Uh, Jimbo, uh, Christ Satisfies Ministry in Tampa Bay. Used to be in Minneapolis. Met him in Minneapolis. We support his ministry. He goes in the middle of the night, Friday night, Saturday night, to, to drug dealers, pimps, prostitutes at 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. Uh, and he's preaching to them. And we support his ministry. We got Richard, uh, our brain uh, uh, scientist in many, uh, in India. You know, I could take your fingerprints and give you a 37-page print of your brain. He's been locked down with COVID for three years. In India, they're killing people. They're just le- not letting you out. And so uh, he's basically lost all his income, all everything. We have three orphanages in, in Uganda that we support. Uh, uh, today we're going to be sending out a thing. We're building a house for uh, one of the people. Uh, it's phenomenal. It's beautiful. Nantume. She takes care of 20, 25 kids. In Africa, they just spit out kids and leave them. They can't afford them. They can't take them. So men just disappear. And you got all these kids running around. Uh, either all lives matter or they don't. I'm going to tell you right now, I've never met a white person in Uganda. They're all black. And we've at times had up to close to 150 black kids that we feed every single day that we send to school. And you'll see that we're, we're $4,500. bucks. i just raised the last 500 bucks. So $4,500. bucks. we are building a brand new home for a woman who lost her house for those kids uh, four months ago. Been living in the dirt. And now we're finishing up a house. We're putting the roof on it right now. You'll see pictures. We got uh, Kawuki uh, in Uganda. They have about 40 kids. We brought water to their village. Uh, we have to give them a toilet, and now we got to raise seventy five hundred bucks so they can buy their property because their landlord they're four months behind, and their landlord is going to kick them out. And so we see a need, we meet a need, and ladies and gentlemen, we don't just talk it. Either all lives matter or they don't. Quit being programmed. Quit being taught to hate. Get over Trump. He's the straw man. They're just using him so you'll keep voting for all this Marxist crap. God, the Democratic Party's turned away from God. They're turning the country away from God. This is not political. This is factual. You need to stop agreeing with someone just because that's what you think you are. See, it all comes down to communication. Communication is the foundation for all relationships. Whenever I talk about communication, there's always two types. There's interpersonal and intrapersonal. Interpersonal is what's kind of going on right now. I'm talking, you're listening, I'm giving you a stimulus, uh, you're getting some responses, some retorts, even though you're not sharing them with me, you're saying things out loud, you're thinking things, right? There's a stimulus and response, that's a transaction. And so we have an interpersonal outside of ourselves with other people, but we have an intrapersonal, self-talk, what you call thinking. What you call thinking is talking to yourself. So, just so you know, it's self-talk. And you know what makes people sick? The way they talk to themselves. Epigenetics, look it up. Majority depression falls in a category called situational depression. And what causes situational depression is our self-talk, the way we talk to ourselves. That's why I teach you cognitive behavioral therapy, to hold your thoughts captive. Those that are good, keep them. Those that are bad, get rid of them. 
truth therapy to identify the lies and replace them with the truth. There's a lot of lies in your head. A lot of lies are put in there as you were a little kid or a little girl who was molested or abused or a little boy who was beaten on or bullied and told this and told that and you're told it over and over and over and you start believing it. See, communication is an interactive process. The more you understand how the other person is thinking and feeling, the better you can communicate to get what you both want from the interaction. And see, that's where the perceptual positions come in. The perceptual positions. There are three ways to see any situation. First position is from self. Second position is other. And third position is overview. There are only three ways to see any situation. Now, why the three ways? Because each way gives you more data. And the more data you have, uh, the better a warrior uh, you can be. The more data you have, the better decisions you can make. The more data you have, the less surprises you have. You're prepared. And so as you're dealing with people, you want to be fully present. There's a four-step connection process. You interview. In other words, you talk, communicate. And then you identify. Identify what's their, their mode. What are they talking? Are they talking in pictures? Are they talking in words? Are they talking in feelings? And then what you do is you adapt yourself. Remember, the law of requisite variety says that an element in a system with the most flexibility is the most power. You are that element. As a leader, you're the element that has the most flexibility, and that gives you the most power. See, you got to understand we're all in the people business. I don't care what you do for a living. I don't care if you get are gainfully employed or not. I don't care if you get a paycheck or not. I don't care if you leave your house or not. We're all in the people business because when a man loves a woman, they procreate and they create little peoples, right? You got my point? You, you interact with people. You get married to people. You ban on social media people. You make friends or connect with people. We're all people. If you look in the middle mirror, sorry, mirror, you will see a people. And one thing you're going to learn about people is that we have patterns. And there are three ways that people process information. Now, there's lots of other patterns and codes. But I'm going to tell you right now, this is the basis for NLP, uh, basis for a lot of uh, personality insight stuff, behavioral profiles. Um, Dr. Gardner at Harvard University teaches us, Eric Byrne teaches us, that the brain is a sensory-based organ. Every single memory you have is stored in one or a couple of the five senses. That's the only way anything can be codified in your experience is through what it looked like, what it sounded like, what it felt like, what it smelled like, or what it tasted like. That's it. And so what you got to be able to do is understand. That's why that great book, Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus. That's why the Enneagram and Myers-Briggs and all those things are so, people spend so much money. Why? Because it's nice to know a little bit about the person you're talking to. And this is not to pigeonhole people, but this is just to bring in awareness. Why? So you are prepared. Remember, you are the requisite variety. You are the most powerful element in the system because you are flexible because you are fluid because you know who you are you know why you're here you know who you are and you know how you want this thing to an end to end so by discovering how another person perceives the information you can learn to communicate more effectively because in order to connect with somebody you have to establish rapport remember you match and mirror the person in three areas remember we talked about albert and robin yesterday he said that basically when you break down communication in pie, 
it breaks down into three pieces, seven, 55, and 38. You got words, you got tonality, and then you got physiology. So you got the actual words themselves, the meaning, right? The words is something sound. Then you have the, the feeling about those, the, you know, the physiology. So there's the kinesthetic. And then, all right, and the visual, you're watching, you're watching the physiology. The physiology tells you a lot about what's going on emotively with that person. And then you're hearing the timber and the, the thing, which is creating a feeling in you. Do you see? It's feeding all three of those, the visual, the auditory, the kinesthetic. So by matching and mirroring the person in the three areas that Dr. Moravian talked about, body language, voice, and words, we can then pace and lead the communication, allowing effective communication to take place. Remember, when I say matching, I mean duplicating the behavior of someone else. Do not be specific, only similar. Mirroring means matching the rhythm. And then pace and lead using matching and mirroring, rapport can be established. And so what you want to do is you want to meet people in their map of reality. Be flexible. Get out of your own map of reality. So body language, match their body language. Are they gesturing a lot? Gesture more. If they're not gesturing at all, don't. Posture, sit in a similar way. If they're sitting, don't be standing. You've got to connect with that person. Similar facial expressions, similar energy. If they have a lower energy, tone it down. If they have a higher energy, pump it up. Your voice has lots of qualities. Tonality, emotions, pace, tempo, inflection. Again, do not mimic. You'll destroy any sense of rapport. But get in the same zip code. And then words. Speak at the same education level. You're only when you're impressed with big words is you. Predicates. If they're talking in visual predicates, talk in visual predicates. If they're talking in auditory predicates, talk in auditory predicates. If they're talking in kinesthetic, kinesthetic predicates, talk in kinesthetic predicates. If they use a lot of metaphors and similes, buy into those metaphors and similes. Give them back. And key words. If they use the same word over and over, undoubtedly it's important. Make sure you incorporate that. See, people's external output, their words, their gestures, physiology, is a physical representation of their internal map reality. And so in order to gain rapport, we meet the person on their external output, which unconsciously builds a level of trust because we think that person must be like me. And you know why rapport works? Because people like people like themselves. Some people might call those my people. That's what we're doing. Go to likeitmattersradio.com to listen to the show and go to likeitmatters.net. Let me help you be the best version of yourself. You're under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. I'm Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future. Reminding you, when you live your life like it matters. This is Matt with the Kingdom Builders. The storm season is already upon us, with high winds and hail damaging many homes in the metro area. You may have already had contractors at your door pushing you to sign a contract. We understand dealing with insurance companies can be stressful. So if you think your home may be damaged, give us a call for a free, no-pressure inspection of your property. We'll let you know what's damaged and if you need to take action. We'll walk you through the entire process from filing a claim to final inspection. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders Roofing. We've been extremely blessed in the past couple of years. We'd just like to thank you for that. And if you have need on your roof and maybe don't quite have the peace that you would like to have, We would like to be a part of restoring your roof and bringing peace back into your home. If you have any questions or just want us to stop by and take a look at the property, please give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up on the internet at thekingdombuilders.net. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.